0: Hello and good day, everybody. This is Kyla, and today on The State of Health, we're looking at the effectiveness of extracorporeal life support in treating infarct-related cardiogenic shock. The State of Health is a semi-weekly podcast and publication where we talk about the most important news and research in medicine and healthcare. Go to stateofhealth.care for more information about our YouTube, newsletter, and publication. Welcome back to The State of Health, Today we're diving into a topic that's particularly relevant in our medical field—the use of extracorporeal life support, or ECLS, in treating infarct-related cardiogenic shock. Now, what is cardiogenic shock, you may ask? Imagine if your heart suddenly couldn't pump enough blood to meet your body's needs. That's pretty much what it is. And as you can guess, it's a serious condition that requires immediate treatment. ECLS is a treatment that's been gaining popularity despite the lack of concrete evidence regarding its effect on mortality So, scientists conducted a multi-center trial to gather some data. Patients suffering from acute myocardial infarction, a fancy term for a heart attack, complicated by cardiogenic shock, were randomly assigned to get early ECLS treatment plus the usual medical care, or just the usual medical care. Now here are the numbers. Out of 420 patients, death from any cause at 30 days had occurred in 47.8% of patients in the ECLS group and in 49.0% in the control group. Simply explained, there wasn't a significant difference in the mortality rate between the two groups. The safety outcome wasn't very encouraging either. Moderate or severe bleeding occurred in 23.4% of patients in the ECLS group, nearly 2.5 times higher than the 9.6% in the control group. Similarly, peripheral vascular complications warranting intervention were also higher in the ECLS group. So what does this all mean? It means that for patients with heart attacks complicated by cardiogenic shock— using eCLS therapy did not lower the risk of death at the 30-day mark compared to those who received only medical therapy. It's a stark reminder that while medical advancements help, we need to ensure they are truly beneficial before wide-scale adoption. Anyways, friends, that is going to do it for today's State of Health. If you enjoyed this, please do me such a huge favor, click those like and subscribe buttons, and if you're listening as a podcast, go consider leaving a review or a five-star rating don't forget to check out stateofhealth.care for more relevant medical news and content. Until next time, keep your curiosity peaked and your stethoscope close.